Good afternoon, this is Gary Kavner here on TRSI. I'm here today with my friend and colleague Michael Dwyer. It is the 5th of July, which is the 7th month of the year. This year, and presumably all years, really, I suppose. Michael, how have you been since last we talked? I've been very well. I, of course, like yourself, I was celebrating the 4th of July, which is our National Independence Day, when we fought and got ourselves free from England in 1776. So that was good. After the famous Boston Tea Party, which took place in Dublin. Well, Dublin, well done, Leary, Dublin, it's hard, yeah. The name is confusing, though. The, well, yes. These these are the minor little tricks of history, but, you know, you wouldn't want to pay too much attention to that. Um, I'm fairly sure we do live in the United States anyway. But anyway, Michael, even though we were celebrating the glorious independence of this country, it has been a dark week, Michael. Has it? Dark, dark week. I mean, in my time on this planet, Michael, I've seen some terrible things, some truly awful things. The inhumanity of man against man, war, slaughter, rape, genocide, trade embargoes, bell-bottom jeans. Celebrity television. Celebrity television. It has been an endless array of things that make you think, perhaps this was a mistake. But this week, even in the endless suffering and display of human ingenuity in the service of evil and suffering that the world normally is has been particularly difficult i'm because wrapped. i don't know if you if you have seen this michael but many people have been betrayed horrendously really at the very last moment by michael martin many people who michael martin appears to have uh, led up the garden path with regards to ministerial appointments have been left with no ministerial appointment michael Good men, strong men. Me, for example. I, well, have I you mean, offered something? No, no, Gary. I wasn't. I wasn't looking for finance. Not now. You know, it's summer. I have other things to do. But really, you know, education, defence, something would have been nice. You know, an indication that a person had been remembered. Nothing. Not even the. Not even the harbour board in Killybegs, which is something I have long desired because mileage would be fantastic. And has it had his people quietly promised it to you if you manage to get the Finnafall membership on board? Well, you know that for thing. The program for government. You know that thing when you're watching the television and the person in the television looks out to you and communicates his ideas to you in a way that often very other people can't work it out. Mihal had made it very clear to me that I would be in line for a senior cabinet position. I'm told that is one of Mihal Martin's favourite ways to communicate with the faithful. Absolutely. Telepathy and telekinesis are his two of his strengths. I mean, that might explain why so many people seem to think that they were promised something that Mihal Martin doesn't think they were promised. <laughs> it, it is odd. Now, in fairness, the analogy uh, that was used all through my childhood regarding the, econ- the economy of this country was the, was the cake, Gary. There was only so much cake. And however you cut the cake, you could only make so many slices out of it. And we couldn't give ourselves more cake than we had earned. Which was a nonsense, because it looks at the economy as some kind of a terrible zero-sum game. However, barring changes to the Constitution, the number of ministerial posts that are available is indeed a limited cake. There are so many slices you can... I mean, we could say cake, we could say pizza, but at the end of the day, there's only so many slices you can get out of it. There wasn't enough to go round. Also, there's this... There was this... In a week where maps got quite a bit of coverage, in many regards... There seemed to be this passion for creating maps describing as large a chunk of the country that you could possibly do, which was not where you had counties contiguous to each other, 
not containing a cabinet minister. This became a big thing. See how you could go from Donegal all the way down to Limerick, I think it was, was it? And then you could go into the Midlands a bit. And then there was discussion whether what Derek Leary counted because he's a super junior, but apparently it was an absolute... Um, I mean, he is a super junior, but he's also the chief whip. Yeah, and in charge of tourism and sport, which is regarded apparently as a bit of a faux pas because ministers for sport and uh, tourism, which I suppose in the old days we could, would have called minister for fun, involves a lot of travel. And the one thing apparently you don't want to do is have your, your chief whip travelling. That's almost like Michal thought that one true. Because <laughs> the main benefit of being able to travel is to build up your personal support around the country. Yeah, I mean... And convince people that you were the reason that they got that thing. But now he can't go anywhere. Now he can't go anywhere. The, the odd thing about it is... Um, it's not like Michal hasn't had time to sit down with a pencil and an A4 foolscap page and work out... Who was going to get a job? Michael, you and I both know that Michal Martin, in the same way a teenage girl, has sketches and poems about the boys she has seen who are dreamy, has basically the fantasy football equivalent of cabinets. (laughs) And he's had a decade of them. Every, you know, every new season he's sitting down there. He's like, oh, I'd take him in in the mid position in defence. Yeah, I... Not much, not not much of a fantasy bench there. You think that perhaps the problem was that he'd just done so many that he, he'd got himself all confused. I think he may have sat down and suddenly went, "Oh, I don't have a report about this." Oh God. Yeah, that there may have been a lack of a report, the lack of uh, some. I decent like the idea polling, that, that some... Martin has spent a decade trying to become Taoiseach. And then the second he sits down, realises that he actually has no idea what to do. He's just focused all of his mental effort on getting there and is now just looking around going, oh, but You see, if he'd studied the, the teachings of the Buddha more closely, he would have known that the achievement of aims like this in life is always going to be a disappointment. It is in the journey that we grow. It is not in the arriving. Actually, Michael, I know, I know how we can fix this. How? I have got, open in front of me, a digital copy of the I Ching. Now, (laughs) we just need to phrase the question correctly. Yeah. And it will tell us what Michal Martin should do. So, can Michal Martin govern effectively? What do you think, Michael? Does that work? I'll try. Okay. So, into the I Ching that goes. The digital version... I'm now throwing the coins digitally. Okay. I have received hexagram nine. Gentle restraint. Winds of change high in the heaven. Air currents carry the weather. Dense clouds blow in from the west, but still no rain. The superior person fine-tunes the image he presents to the world. Small success. That basically reads like a political comment comment column in the Irish Times. Would you like to see what it says about the, the situation analysis of that um, of that hexagram on the online I Ching? I am desperate to. No matter what you do, the fruit of your labours never seem to ripen. Your reward remains just out of reach. Men have gone mad from such anticipation. Don't lose your balance lunging for the brass ring. 
While the feints continue to restrain you, go them one better and display a self-generated restraint and grace. Look for the humour in the situation. So saith the I Ching on the governance of Michal Martin. Can we ask the I Ching if Willie O'D should be a minister? We can, yes. Give me one second. Should Willie O'D be a minister? I'm throwing the coins. Okay. Hexagram four. Inexperience. A fresh spring at the foot of the mountain. The superior person refines his character by being thorough in every activity. The sage does not recruit students. The students seek him. He asks nothing but a sincere desire to learn. If the student doubts or challenges his authority, the sage regretfully cuts his losses. I wonder is Willie the sage? Did you see Willie's comment? I mean, Willie made a number of comments, all of them fine and to the point. Apparently, Limerick City has been grossly insulted by the absence of representation at or below cabinet level. He himself... I have to, he, he he had a phrase there which I thought was really nicely crafted. I'm quoting him here. He says, Anyone who casually discards their friends and supporters so easily will find that one day they will look behind for support and there will be no one there. Words of, ominous words of warning, I would have thought. Particularly when you, you throw in Jim, Jim Callaghan, uh, Jim O'Callaghan's comment. <laughs> when he was offered Jim O'Callaghan senior counsel, heavy heavy hitter in the party and in the law library, was offered the junior to uh, Helen McEntee. And what did he say, Gar? In a statement or when he was offered in person? Because in person, I think he may have just stood there a second and went, fuck off. <laughs> in his statement. Uh, he very politely said he had other things to do and that it was important that someone stay outside of the government in order to ensure it uh, completed the things it had said it would complete. I think he also said that he felt his time would be better off going around the country rebuilding the party. Or something mm. that, in other words, you can, I, can smell the, I can smell the rubber chicken already in the air. I've, uh, I've asked the I Ching one final question, Michael. Yes. And then I will never use it again because it is too powerful. Uh, I, I have asked it are Fianna Fáil fucked Ooh. and I have received the hexagram 23 oh hexagram Poe, 23 uh, splitting apart <laughs> the weight of the mountain presses down upon a weak foundation of earth the superior person will use this time of oppression to attend to the needs of those less fortunate any action would be ill-timed Stand fast. Well, that's definitely Jim. During a time of stagnation, human word, human worms invade to feed on the decay. In this situation, oppressors violently seed, seizing power. Pay special heed when you receive this hexagram, because the oracle is often warming, warning you of a situation of which you are totally unaware. You are about to be blindsided. That's very direct for an oracle these days, actually. I didn't know the Chinese were so well up on, on the internal party politics of Fianna Fáil. Um, this, this is a slightly more technical reading than the other one, because this, this reading actually received what's called a changing line. Oh. So, if you, if you click on the changing line, it 
it pulls out a particular line which it thinks is, is emblematic of the entire process. Right. And that line for the question, are Fianna Fáil fucked, is the legs of the throne are hacked away. The loyal are cut down. Well, I have to say, I've, I've said it before, the, the Chinese, remarkable people. That you could be so busy doing your own thing, inventing the printing press, inventing the kind of blast furnaces to make steel that we used to think the Vikings did, porridge and whiskey and gunpowder and the flush toilet and street lighting. And yet they can still keep up that level of analysis up to date. There's an understanding I, I think of the, I Ching, the, the online I Ching on internal Finifal dynamics is currently like three out of three with a strong finish. I'll tell you what. If the Irish Times and, frankly, the Independent, the Examiner, as certainly the Times, would be better off sacking their political team and just printing the I Ching, getting the the editorial meetings in the morning should simply be what are the questions we shall ask the I Ching today? Because as a as a, as a level of analysis, spot on. I know I'm never going to ask in anything else, so that its record yeah. remains perfect. Absolutely, that's brilliant stuff. Well done, the yeah, I Ching. I, I, well done, the I Ching. Just, just one more on the Arfina Fall Fucked. The weight of the mountain presses down upon a weak foundation of earth. Mm-hmm. Mm. I wonder who the mountain is. I wonder who the weak earth is. <laughs> we could all guess. But mm, we won't. We could. Wouldn't be fun, though. No. Listeners, feel free to comment in who you think the weak earth and the mountain are here. We won't name names because we're not like that. But So we, we have many people who didn't receive what they wanted and are now very sad. And I imagine Fine Gael are sitting at the sidelines just being like, no lads, it was the Green Party that was meant to implode. Have you ever heard, in your short but glorious life, of so many people refusing jobs... Now, a lot of them are not in the papers, but I keep... Well, he- that's, that's the thing. Some of it has gotten into the papers. And even just on what's gotten into the papers, there's a lot of them. But from some of the pr- private conversations I know you've had and I've had with people, a lot of people turn down work in this government. Like a ridiculous amount of people. And yet there are still loads of people pissed off because they weren't offered anything at all. It's- yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> it's, um... It's a funny old rock and roll, roll world, but I, between what's reported in the papers and then what people have personally told me and then what I've been told by other people who I think usually have a fairly good idea, but maybe not, the number of people going, ah, ah, no, no, to be honest, no. I think some people pissed off that maybe they thought they get a bigger job, maybe they, they, they thought they get cabinet, maybe the job they were offered wasn't very interesting. And I think a lot of them thinking, you know what, if it was cabinet, me, me, the driver and the and, 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 and the extra dough and the whatever. But I think that maybe staying at home in my constituency and minding my seat right now might be a better way of spending my time. It was weird because so, some of the people who turned it down seemed to turn it down because they either just didn't want to do it. They, they didn't want the responsibility of being in cabinet. 
because it's it is substantially more work for much less pay and a lot of times it puts your seat in danger if you can't if you try and do the cabinet position uh, the ministerial position as actually being for the whole country yeah as opposed to parochialism very easy to lose your seat yeah it is you if you get distracted and especially these days Gary when I don't think anybody has a firm grip on where the electorate is, let alone where the electorate is going to be in two and a half years' time or four years' time or five years' time, whenever the next election is. And I, I, if you might people say, ah, no, he, he has a Fianna, it's a Fianna Fáil seat and a five-seater. They should be struggling maybe to take two, but he's safe as safe as houses. But who's seat... Whose seat is safe as houses anymore? I mean, I've also noticed some of the people who said no did so because it's this government rather than because they're just not bothered. Well, yeah. There is, uh... there is a little bit of an assumption that this may go nuclear. And if it goes nuclear, you don't want to be one of the cabinet ministers. You want to be, in fact, as far away from the blast zone as possible. There is, obviously... Most of these people, like ourselves, hope that things will work out. We hope that the hit the economy takes isn't that bad. That this inverted commas stimulus package isn't actually a poison pill. That the Greens don't actually get to go mad running around the country, turning off the lights and shutting down the factories. And that we come out of it okay. But when you look at the amount of spending that's been promised, when you look at the levels of government intervention that are going to be necessary, the expansion of the state, when you look at the debt levels, and you look at the the state of the world economy, there is a there is a feeling out there that well, this could all go pretty horribly wrong. How precisely it will go, we don't really know. It could be an external, as we like to say in the business, an ace. <laughs> An external asymmetric shock, or it could be just like I say, letting the Greens really go on the full rampage and turning around after a couple of years and going, Do you know what? We have actually not shot ourselves in the foot, but shot ourselves right between the two eyes. I think it is, it is also a display of Martin's weakness. I think my favorite topic of conversation because his lack of discipline over his own people is incredible. I mean, you have, within a week of Martin taking the Taoiseach's office, people coming out to publicly make issue through the media with his cabinet selection. Yeah, and you have people... I mean, Willie O'Dee's explicitly pretty well said that he doesn't he doesn't believe that Michal Martin will last that long as leader. I mean, I... John McGuinness is not far behind it. Yeah, well, yeah. John's business—he's in always in the business of making friends and influencing his people, isn't he? No, I don't see it myself. I also think that Michal surely is in the mindset now; he has got the job he always wanted, against all probability, against all the good the chances he's actually against, got it against most conceptions of the common good. Yeah, but he got it. He's going to be there for two and a half years, and. Then he'll sail off into the... Well, I don't know. He may stay in the cabinet. I don't know what the agreement is. Will he stay in the cabinet? Will he be tarnished? Or does he say, right, lads, good luck, resign? 
uh, from the cabinet, resign as leader of Fianna Fáil, go to the back benches, maybe even cause a I don't know. Who knows? But he's got the job he wants and he's there. And I, I can't see them getting rid of him before. We also have now, we, we now have not one but two car-related scandals as well. Yeah. One being interesting in how it came to the public knowledge and how it didn't come to the public knowledge beforehand. And one being interesting in that regardless of how legitimate it was, it should have been known this was going to look bad. Barry Cohen. Barry Cowan, even. Jesus Christ, I keep doing that. At least it's not Ari Cohen this this week. I'm getting better, but it it is a process, Michael. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, a, it's all about the process. Barry Cohen. Cowan. <laughs> it's very late, to be fair to me, as I tend to be. It has come out that uh, Mr. Cowan... I didn't have this problem when his brother was Taoiseach. Maybe I just cared more then. Yeah, I don't think you ever talked about him when his brother was Taoiseach. Oh, he came up. Not this one, the other one. That was terribly dismissive, I think. Anyway, it turned out that uh, four years ago, and this is from The Independent as well, Uh our new minister, Barry Cowan, was caught drink driving. On a provisional license. On a provisional license. He's profoundly sorry that that happened. Um, four years ago, he was driving from Dublin back to Offaly after having gone to a, an All-Ireland football final. And he had had two drinks. And uh, he was breath-spotted, uh, or sorry, breath-tested. And um, his license was taken from him for three months. He was given a fine. And he, I think he got some penalty points, but because he was driving on a provisional, he was, he was just banned from driving for three months. Didn't go to court. Apparently there wasn't enough alcohol in his system. The independent doesn't say how much alcohol was in his system. So that would be interesting to know because then we could compare it to what usually happens to people who are stopped with that amount of alcohol in their system. Yeah. Which, you know, I would suspect no impropriety here. But what does the judges say, Michael? It's not impropriety that you should avoid. It's the appearance of impropriety. It's the appearance of it's. You have to be Caesar's wife. It is not enough to be innocent. You must be seen to be innocent. There must be no trace or suspicion of impropriety. I, I would, I don't doubt for a minute that there was no impropriety. This is the kind of thing that maybe once to happen. What used to happen once upon a time it doesn't happen anymore. Once you're st- if you're stopped and you're breathalyzed, you are what you are. You the system rolls on. I would be no, maybe I'm wrong. I would be amazed to discover if this didn't just happen the way these things are supposed to happen. What I'm ba- I'm really con- f- surprised at is okay. We're told that Michal Martin didn't know. Okay, we come back to that. How did we none of us know? Well, that's that's the thing. I don't. The story itself, you know, a man stopped with a very small amount of alcohol in his bloodstream. So small, it's was not even brought to court. Okay, that's one thing. That should have come up though. Four years, you don't get uh, uh, you don't get your license removed for th- for any length of time for drink driving 
and have no one know that happened. I don't... How was it not reported in the Tullamore Advertiser? Uh, how did this escape... The man was a prominent member of Fianna Fáil. In a country where not all the press are massive fans of Fianna Fáil, and indeed not even massive fans of the Cowan family. And to my knowledge, this was never reported. If it had been I'm sure it would have been not just a, a little story, but a, a story that would have trundled on for certain. We would have had the apologies then and the and the, the the renting of the garments and the and 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 the deep contrition i i how did that happen also f- this happened what four years ago right four years ago so 2016 or so like what was the if the how did he how did Michal Martin not know he was driving he he was put off the road okay he was stopped coming home from uh, an All-Ireland football match. So that would have been in the middle of September, right? Assuming it was, yeah. So October, November, so September, October, November, so halfway, half October, half November, half December. He's going to be going up and down to the doll for a month and a couple of months. Nobody and he's noticed. Not driving. Nobody noticed Gary, Barry, Gary. Parry wasn't driving. Nobody gave him the odd sly dig. Nobody was slagging him off. No one asked him where his car was. No one asked him could he give them a lift anywhere. No one heard from anyone in the constituency office that Barry couldn't drive anywhere. Nobody noticed that... Well... No one was told by a friendly guard. Does occur to me. If he had a provisional license, maybe, maybe it was his habit that he had a driver. Maybe he had somebody that usually drove him. And the that was not that unusual to see. Maybe he had somebody who was, would most that would drive him up and down. And when they saw that for the month and a half or two months, it was just... Not that unusual, not that strange. I mean, it's odd that a man in a rural constituency of his age should still be on a provisional licence. Yeah, I mean, like most rural TDs, nearly all, in fact, drive. Because it's pretty much a requirement of their work. Well, you, you can't get round. I mean, you're in Leash Offaly, it's a big constituency, and you're mostly in Offaly if you're a cow, admittedly, but... You have matches to go to and you have meetings to go to and commons and you have weddings and you have funerals. Certainly you have funerals to go to. You're not going to get... There is no bus that leaves Clara and will bring you around awfully to every removal and funeral that's going on in the in the county. You have to have a car. How did no one know about this? I mean... Well, there's an assumption there that no one knew about this. Yes. And but is uh, that is that likely? Is it likely <laughs> that no one in Finnafall knew? Yeah. And he was a TD. There weren't that many TDs in Finnafall around for a while. So I find it quite odd 
that one of them could get banned from driving for drunk driving, and no one knew. It is because if anyone knew, Mihal would have known, which meant no one could have known. Well, it's the kind of thing, if nothing else, it's the kind of thing that the chief whip should have known absolutely. It's the kind of thing you would all automatically tell the chief whip. And if he didn't, uh, that would be a breakdown. That would be a failure. And the chief whip would presumably would inform the, the party leader. But Michal says he didn't know. And Michal is an honourable man, as they are all honourable men. And yet someone did know. Because the press found out. Yeah, four years later. And just after he became a minister. Just after he became a minister. The timing is, I was going to say serendipitous, but shall we say, maybe not serendipitous, but the timing is curious. It's like, it is, it's, it's rather like somebody had a bullet in a gun and they were waiting and waiting and waiting. And just shot it. Yeah. Now, the effect that this particular bullet has had, I, I don't think is any partic- well, particularly great. But here's here's the thing. Mihal was leader of the party then, and Mihal says he doesn't know. So, that means that Barry got taken off the road for drink driving. And didn't tell the party. Which sets the party up to have a deeply embarrassing time when someone leaks it. Which is, shall we say, negligent of Barry. Yes, it's not great. It doesn't make him look terribly good. Now, also what will be happening right about now is people are going to be going to Kildare Street, which keeps a record of every doll debate. And everything any deputy has ever said in the chamber. And they will be looking to find everything Barry Cohen Cowan has ever said on drink driving. And if Barry has any sense, he will have said nothing whatsoever. Particularly not after he lost his license. But if he doesn't have sense, he will have said something very strong about drink driving. And then he will have to explain why that doesn't apply to him. That would fall into the category of tempting the gods. Please, please, strike me down. Again, who knows? If they find something really, really... I will be surprised. No, no, I did have a quick look myself earlier. Because, of course, you do. Yes. Um, And the only thing I could find very quickly is him talking about um, how great it was that the uh, legal limit was brought down so low for learner drivers. Oh. Yes, and uh, how great it was that there was a provision for mandatory breath testing on site based on the opinions of a Garda. Well, maybe that was derived and based on his own experience which he thought you know that's a really good idea i think that works and no, that's i think what this i think this do. came before well then 
Because he said this when uh, Leo was still the uh, was still a minister. Okay. So um, he, this this is not damaging. This is just funny. Yes. That he would commend a law he is then later caught under. Hoist on his own petard kind of thing. Particularly the fact he draws out that it's good that learner drivers have a lower limit. Yes. Because if that hadn't been there, it's likely he wouldn't have tested over the limit if he had that little alcohol in his system. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's But uh, nothing will happen to him. Because no, 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 no. I slap on the wrist and... Uh, he may get in trouble internally for not telling them, but no one gives a shit about the actual drink driving. We have to pretend we do, but they really don't. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I think if the man had been... If the circumstances had been different to those which we understand they were, then people might feel uh, might feel differently. But yeah, I mean, the only way he's going to get into trouble is if he said something on the doll record, or they can pull something, and then you end up with the mother of some child who got killed by a drunk driver going oh, yeah, at him. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, about yeah, the yeah. thing that would get rid of him. But anything up to that, he'll just keep the head down, keep moving, don't say anything. It's a very... Fine Gael as a unit right now seem to be adopting that policy of just letting Fine Gael scream at each other. It's summer and the lads will be going on their holidays very soon, so I think we'll leave it there for that. I think I, I, I can't see that it's going to be anything but a curiosity. But Mihal Martin did say he's disappointed. Well, gosh. I'm sure that will keep Barry up for nights. Hmm. So before we close, there's one thing I wanted to mention, and it's that our government said something slightly negative about China. Are you sure it just wasn't lost in translation? From English to English? Well, from minister to civil servant to civil servant to press officer to press officer to media. I mean, it's, it's entirely possible. It seems unlikely, Gary, that they should do something so non-transactional as to actually decide to say something bad about the great... Simon Coveney said that the new security law in Hong Kong undermined the one country, two systems principle. Really? He did. It undermines it, does it? It doesn't Mm. say... Look like the English deciding to rip up the Good Friday Agreement and announce the next day they're going to re-establish the B-Specials. It only undermines it. It undermines it, Michael. It is It is of concern. Well, if it is of concern to Simon Coveney, I, I imagine the Chinese Communist Party, as we speak, is getting ready to formulate changes in policy... Uh, open a dialogue with the democracy uh, cadre in Hong Kong and to go through a period, a long and extended period of self-criticism to see where they went wrong, Gary. Why did we go so wrong that Simon would feel this? An interesting thing about the, um, the new security law, you can't hold up anything that is considered seditious or that promotes democracy or independence of Hong Kong. Uh-huh. But it's written so broadly that nearly anything could mean that. 
or it could be taken to mean that. So protesters have taken to holding up blank flags right. and simply blank placards. Right. Yeah. But uh, within 24 hours of that law being signed in, there were roughly 200 people picked up by the police in the first major demonstration. The first person was picked up for carrying a flag that promoted Hong Kong independence. And then they just started picking up people by the hundreds. A situation that will undoubtedly continue. Those people, some of them will face up to life imprisonment for things that are quite um, quite broad. And I don't know if we talked about it in the last episode that China have given themselves extraterritoriality yeah, over yeah, we're everyone. About yeah. Actually, that came up. I think it was Marco Rubio in uh, America was making that point. Well, it, it appears he, he, they've actually have done that. He just followed the podcast, of course. I mean, who doesn't at this point, Michael? But the Chinese embassy has responded to us, Michael. You might be uh, unsurprised to hear. And the Chinese have said they want to express their grave concern and strong opposition to the statements made. Because those statements contain, Michael, groundless accusations. Oh, against China's national security legislation for Hong Kong's special administrative region. Mm -hmm. Safeguarding national security is a sovereign right of any country. Absolutely. Mm. And they say it's, it's both timely and necessary in compliance with the Constitution of China and the basic law right. of the Hong Kong special administrative region. Very good. Uh, it, is a, uh, it ensures the steady and sustained implementation of of one country, two systems. And ensures that the Hong Kong residents can exercise their statutory rights and freedom in a better security environment. Oh, and like the Irish people, nice. Michael, the Chinese people, including the people in Hong Kong, will never again swallow the bitter fruit of foreign oppression and the nation being divided. Wrap the green flag around me, boys. And then the usual about how we expect to make joint efforts with the Irish side and build a sound and prosperous future for all and everyone. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it's, it's nice to know that their principal concern is to create a, a warm and safe environment in Hong Kong where people can protest safely and within correct bounds and parameters. So that, yes, that doesn't so as long need. as you don't overstep those correct bounds and parameters, you'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, we, we want to avoid criminality. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the best way to avoid criminality is to stay in your house. Very often. And not gather in a crowd of more than, let's say, five people in one location. Mm -hmm. And not to carry anything that could be construed as a flag. Well, why would you be carrying a flag unless you're involved in something which was a, a little bit underhand? Unless you're, a you're carrying the flag of the People's Republic of China, which is... Your country, after all. I, I, I don't see why anybody would need another flag. Yeah, People in Taiwan are very careful about their flags. People in Hong Kong need to start to understand that. Mm. But anyway, Simon has said he is concerned. China have said... We would rather you prefer it... Uh, we would... We would rather you stayed in your lane on this. 
there's a good boy. And uh, I think we've, I think we can all say we've done everything we should do. Absolutely. Where should do is defined as what we will do. I don't think anybody could reasonably ask for more to be done. You know, we're busy being a moral leader elsewhere, Gary. But Ireland and the EU have left the Chinese government in no doubt about the legitimate interests that we have in ensuring that Hong Kong and the one country, two systems principle that is governs it remains a success. It'll be interesting to see how that whole thing works out if all three million people that are, have passports end up going to live in the northwest of England, which seems to be Boris's plan at the moment. Taiwan has also offered uh, certain residency rights to people who move there from um, Hong Kong, although I would imagine the Taiwanese are also terribly worried about Chinese spies. Mm. But, you know, are they? I mean, you have to imagine that there must be one or two spies in Taiwan already. I suspect there are at least a couple, Michael. I think so. And possibly many multiples of that. Many of them speak Chinese already, you know, before they go to Taiwan. So that's the language barrier out of the way. And that's a big help. But I think we will we will uh, wrap it up there for today. We will be back on Wednesday. And then I think on Friday, we have uh, Peter Hitchens, if everything goes to plan. Yes, if everything goes to plan and people's internet and stuff stays well we will we'll be having a chat with peter during the week and putting that up he's i'm interested i'm always he's always interesting i think it'll be interesting to hear his takings on the uh, well the current madness that seems to be straight sweeping across actually, the globe actually we we might not be back on wednesday we may have another interview this wednesday we are we are suddenly flush with interviews almost as if we decided to do slightly more than nothing <laughs> and almost as if people were stuck in their houses with nothing else to do except do interviews with the likes of us so I mean Michael before we go would you like to consult the online I Ching okay I'll ask a question um, should you subscribe to this podcast <laughs> no I think I'll leave it there I, I'm, the I Ching is frightening me. It's all a bit scary. It's frightening. I can do it for you if you'd like. There's nothing quite like using a synergy of ancient Chinese philosophy and modern technology to ask trivial questions that I really enjoy. So do I get to ask the question or formulate the question? You can formulate the question, Michael. What would you like to ask? Is Fintan O'Toole as big a gobshite as he seems? Okay, I'm throwing the coins. Hexagram 59. Oh. Dissolution. Wind carries the mists aloft. Sage rulers dedicated their lives to serving a higher power and built temples that still endure. The king approaches his temple. Success if you stay on course. You may cross to the far... Sure. Right. And the situation analysis of that is uh, walls meant to protect have instead separated and isolated. Your defences have kept you apart from those who you most need to touch. (laughs) Whatever the reason for discord between you, it is time to lay down your arms. 
<laughs> Dispel the inflexible demands and fears of the mind so that you may reunite in the heart. If you have begrudged, forgive. If you have torn down, repair. If you have injured, heal. If you have judged, pardon. If you have grasped, let go. <laughs> just to, before we go, just to put that question in context, it wasn't just a, a completely arbitrary and gratuitous attack on Ireland's most prominent columnist and public intellectual, but rather it was based on the observation that Finton had uh, this week in his column where he observed that if Donald Trump were to win the election in November, then America would no longer be a republic, except maybe in name alone. I mean, I, that, that to me reads as if the I Ching has actually given a meta response on your feelings towards Finton O'Toole. Uh, yes, and also maybe Finton's relationship with me, uh, which I, I would be amazed to discover Finton re- would discover that he had one, indeed. I must say, I did also ask it should people subscribe to this podcast. And it said, absolutely. It says, when the superior person encounters saintly behaviour, he adopts <laughs> it. <laughs> well, that's clear. Progress in every endeavour, you may cross to the far shore. And the changing line is, your benevolence has been recognised by those above you. Your plans will greatly benefit all, and the favour you seek is as good as granted before you even ask. Well, that must be iTunes. That must be reference. I mean, that's, that's like five out of five for the I Ching. This Absolutely, is actually quite yeah. impressive. I, 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 or maybe I, it's just vague enough that it's very easy to read into. No, no, no. That's, that's the Nostradamus kind of thing or the Sibylline prophecies. No, this is, this is clear. This is, this is high quality analysis. From the old I Ching, I'm very impressed. I will include a link to the online I Ching at the bottom of this podcast. Anyway, as you say, we will be back if on Wednesday. If not on Wednesday, we'll be back on Friday. If we're not back on Friday, we'll be back hopefully on Sunday. And if we're not back on Sunday, either you or us are dead. Send out a search party. Or don't. We don't have that kind of relationship. <laughs> Bye-bye. All the best.